Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. We're here to answer some questions. Some really weird, funny questions. I do, though, have, I think, a correction to make. Okay. I think. Well, it's good to be sure. I'll get ahead of it if I need to make this correction. (laughs) I, you know, when I wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh my gosh, I said this... (laughs) Do you do that you know, every I, week? Oh my gosh, I wonder about things all the time. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I hope I didn't I like say this. like walk away and go like, okay, that's done. Yep. That was fun. <laughs> well, I think, well, I think I said in the last episode that The Hot Zone was written by Richard Powers. I think I said that. Okay. Bewilderment, our book for this month, is actually written by Richard Powers. Yes. Not the hot zone. So, correction, if I said it wrong. <laughs> just in case. I could go back and listen, and I probably will, but it just kind of was like, oh my gosh, I think I said that wrong. As I was just looking at our book for the month, and we were talking about it, I was like, oh no, I think I said that last week. So, who did write the hot so zone, So, the hot zone is by Richard Preston. Oh, that's so close. It's so close. So, if I said Richard Powers, I'm so sorry. It's Richard Preston. Richard Powers is the author of our book club pick this month, which is Bewilderment. I love it. There you go. Do you have a fun fact? I sure do. Thank Let's you for asking. Here, perfect segue. Right. So this is an interview that was listed on NPR. The author of the interview is Layla Fidel. Um, she asks how we got Bewilderment. Because after his last book, The Overstory, was going to be his last book. Oh. He wasn't going to write anymore. That was going to be the end of it. How do you make that decision? Right. Like, I'm done. I will not write another story. I give up. <laughs> not give up. But, but maybe like, retired. He's old. He's. I think we decided in the last episode he's 74. Oh, yes, we did. He very much can have that be his last book. Sure. Retire. Yeah. Enjoy. Don't worry about writing. Um, but this is what he said. Well, The Overstory was my 12th novel, and it was well over 500 pages and five and a half years in the making. And I was worn out. I just felt like I'd given everything that I could to the book. As it turns out, Bewilderment is far shorter, less than half the length of Overstory. It deals with only two characters, and I think that greater intimacy and that greater focus allow me to rally my energies during the pandemic. Oh, pandemic, so right? life, yeah. He says it's a bit of a pandemic book. It certainly treats a kind of parallel earth to the one that we've been living through. Yeah. And because I was locked down in a very beautiful part of the world, the Great Smoky Mountains, I used place also as a restorative and as a way to build my stamina again for a new novel. Which I guess from what I've read in um, this interview and some other things that it, the Smoky Mountains is where is a part of this where it takes place or is at least a part of the setting of this book bewilderment. So we can thank the pandemic for this book for his 13th book. If we're going to try to look on the bright side to end on. Yeah. I just keep thinking like writing is not like a nine to five job. They're not, you're not being paid to sit at a desk, you know? So to feel like, Oh yeah, I'm never going to write. I don't know. Like you could write anytime, anywhere for however long, you know, and and how do you know you don't have a story in you? In you. Another one that comes out. Especially right. if you're a person who 
create stories. Like, yeah. That seems like a really bold statement. Yes. It's kind of I like agree. we said, Ellen Hildebrand, when we read her book yeah. back in August, it was supposed to be her last, but she says, nope, I've been tied in. Like, they offered they me. They yeah. in another one. And-, and it's going to be a trilogy, I think she said. So she has three more books coming out. And I just thought, I mean, I get the idea of not wanting to be tied to work because you want right. to live now. You, know, right. you want to spend more time doing other but things. you never know when one's going to pop in your head that what you're like, you have a story in this. you. Yeah. What if it's there? Never say never, never. Say never. I do feel like there's something to be said for that. Yes. So here we are with a 13th novel that wasn't supposed to be. So, Which I haven't even read his other 12. Have you read? Me you have- neither. I've had the overstory on my list for a really long time. A friend recommended it to me a couple of years ago. I, some books just sit for a minute, go down, down, down as more come, come, come. And well, it's and still like there, he said, it's like a 500 but, page. Yeah. It's a long book, which one. you have to invest in. Yeah. You have to invest some time. I've heard that. it's really good though. Really, really good. It came highly recommended. I'll need to get to it eventually. Cool. But for this month, it's bewilderment. I'll start on his 13th I think it's a good novel. Start. Let's and then that. go from there. Awesome. So, anyway. But today, today is Q&A. It sure is. This is a fun episode. I like yes. doing these. I always laugh a little. I know. It's always good for the heart. Um. Yes. Why is the Lone Ranger nicknamed Lone, though he is constantly accompanied by his Indian friend, Tonto? He is never alone. He is never not alone. alone. Ranger. I wonder why they gave him that why name. Why Yeah. Why do we dismiss the And speaking all the time? of that show, I is it Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I that like Keanu plays Reeves. The Lone Ranger? Oh, I've not seen the movie. No, not Keanu Reeves. Who is it? It's um Is it Val Kilmer? No, 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 no. Who plays uh, it? Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny uh, Depp. Oh, it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp plays the Lone Ranger in the movie. Okay. I've not ever seen And the it movie. did not get great reviews. Mm. But he just is such a dynamic facial expression Seriously. actor. That I just remember watching it and being like, I could just watch him play this role the whole time. Like forever. Totally. He's just so unique. Yes. He has his... a way of just like morphing. Yeah. Into all the different things. Yeah. I, just, I don't know how he does it. I don't know. I, I remember know. when... I watched Pirates for the first time and just being like. His eyes you just are so feel expressive. Like he's, so, he's a totally different human than all the other movies I've seen him yeah. play in. Yeah. yeah. So really unique. Good. Totally. But did you ever watch The Lone Ranger? I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. I don't know that I ever saw it. I think that was a little past my generation. But gosh, we know about it. Why is it such a. Why are we still talking about The Lone Ranger? I don't even know. Yeah. I couldn't even anyway, tell you the it's story such an old, other than old show. I can like see and imagine it. Yeah. I'm not an old west person generally. Me neither. Maybe that's why. And that could be for me as well. <sighs> okay. Here's my question. Okay. How can a pessimists How can pessimists motivate themselves to get out of bed every day? Seriously, like the day. I don't even think a pessimist like I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a pessimist. Okay. And 
This is something I've spent a lot of time thinking about. How do I motivate myself to get out of bed? How do I motivate myself to work out? How do I motivate to get this job done that I don't want to do? When you're already... And I don't want to do a lot of things. I don't want to do it. And I'm waiting for motivation on the majority (laughs) of things I need to get done to strike. And I'll be like, I'm just not motivated yet. I'll get to it when the motivation strikes. Guess what? It's never never going to strike. So I listened to this podcast once about motivation. You did? Uh Uh-huh. And what is is the way? You just do it. (laughs) You don't wait for motivation. This guy was like, I go to the gym every single day. I'm not motivated. I don't have the best motivation. I never want to go. I go every day because that's what you do. You don't wait for motivation. Right. You just do what has to be done. Ew, I don't like it. I think that every morning now when I wake up, like, you're like, you just do it. It's never, I'm never going to want to get out of bed. I'm never going to want that first, like, yay, let's do today. (laughs) Never. No, never. Please don't make me. So I just do it because I have to get out of bed. So I'm a lister. Like, Mm -hmm. I make a list. It's the only way I can get things done because I like to cross things off of my list. Right. Is the top of your list make a list? (laughs) Because <laughs> I do love crossing things off a list. I should as, do that as well. I've not ever thought of that, but how satisfying that would be. But the problem is, I lose my papers. Same here. And like I always have to start over, and I forget the things that I wrote on my other list, and then things don't get done because I didn't transfer properly or whatever. Right. And so my new thing is, well, actually, originally I was like, I need a planner, and I thought about getting a paper planner, but like I always start real heavy and and strong, and then like I fall off. The wagon. And I've got, I buy this planner that like stays empty. Yeah. Because you don't take it Same everywhere. Thing. So I'm like, okay, I need a planner app for my phone. So I've been looking into this. And then I, so I found one and I use it. It does have a feature for lists and I can make oh, to-do lists yeah. for myself for the day, which has been very helpful. But it's not the main part of the app. So it's kind of lame. And I'm like, maybe there's a to-do list app. Oh, there is. So I've started searching. Yeah. I found this one. It's a game. No. They use the psychology of like a game on your phone. And when you that is cross motivating. things off your list, you get points. No way. Yes. And if you don't get things done, you have like an avatar person, like a thing. Yeah. And it gets like. Gets mad at you. No, it like things happen to it when you don't. Like it becomes like, like people can attack it. Because what is this called? I will tell you. This is amazing. I was just looking at it. This particular to-do list is called Habitica. If I'm like making a habit, yeah, Habitica. Uh huh. Okay, Habitica, and it's um, it says like games are fantastic at motivating mundane activity. So they, it's awesome. Yeah, motivate you, and they you can connect with friends. So like if other friends, yeah, I was just gonna say we do a to-do with our kids for their homework. And it's Microsoft's to-do. And we have access to it so we can see when they've checked something off and we can keep track of what homework they still have. But if you can share and have friends and it's a game, way more motivating. Yes. So they said it's maybe not great for like long-term projects. Yeah. But if you're just looking for a short-term checklist, it's like it's super fun. So it's like um, you can all fight your boss together, it says. If you fail to finish tax on tasks on time, your friends can take damage. Like, they can damage your creature. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is cool. I know. Who knew? It's the silly little things that give me 
joy. I know. That so that's bring joy like, to my to do list. I do love a good game. Like I am. If I can hurry and get this done, then I'm going to go play Wordle Unlimited yeah. oh. or whatever. Like, just, you just I also, told me about I Unlimited. Like Sudoku. And I like, yeah. I can sit and play Sudoku, which is, like, mind-numbing because it's all the same. Yeah. I'm just popping numbers in. But it, I can play a game. Yeah. What if when I, what if when I do a task, I've played my game, like, at the same time? At the same, yeah. It incorporates all of the above. Right? I like it. I know. That's fantastic. When doing first aid... Have you ever purposefully hurt someone just enough to make them scream? On purpose? I maybe not like, like wanted them to scream, but I want to know like how real does is it hurt this? here? Yeah, maybe that too. Or like I've got I've got really dramatic children, <laughs> so you know everything is like the is, worst thing that's I ever need to happened go to, the to emergency them. Room. Yeah, and so like I need to like just see like on a level of normal and dramatic. Yeah, where are we here? I might. So have that would like be considered purposeful. That. I might have checked. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, "Haha, yeah. you're a big fat liar." You're a big fat liar. And sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we should that, go. That really Let's does go hurt. get extra help." Uh, I don't know purposeful. Well, yeah, I've checked, but not in the intention to cause harm <laughs> to the of the intention <sighs> or for the purpose of understanding where the hurt is so you're like up here does it hurt up here does it hurt over there but in my head first aid was cpr like that's where my brain went to like i'm like how many times have you given cpr that you purposely caused pain to someone i'm talking like my arm hurt myself yeah yeah yeah. or my stomach hurts i'm like really yeah does it hurt over here does it hurt like this does it hurt here (laughs) knees and stomach (laughs) yeah no, like I give you a little pinch and it's like, does it hurt like that bad? I'm just trying to understand the level of pain you're feeling if you need to stay home from school today. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you need to stay home from school, you've got to have a fever or really gross boogies coming out of mucus. your nose. Um, it's like that saying, like parents like, oh, I'll show you pain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think this hurts? Right. Right. I'll show you what hurts. I've never done that. Um, but Yeah. I've heard that in movies. Right. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> I should do it more. No. So I've never caused. You're so kind and purposely. gentle. So I'm such a good parent too. Like I would never. <laughs> parent of the year. The other day I was like, well, I get parent of the year this year. And now I don't even remember what it was for, but it was like, oh. You just oops. have those thoughts. <laughs> Something I was chalk one on the win, right? On the win stack. There you go, (laughs) killing it over here. Okay, interesting. Do you like olives? No, not any kind of olives. I don't either. No. So this is not one I. I don't like black olives. I don't like. My husband really likes fancy olives, like the green olives Mm. and olives with jalapeno and almond stuffed in the middle and Ew. all these fancy things that's very Ooh. weird i don't like olives period just give me a straight almond I yeah don't need i'll just take the almond without or all the some rest jalapenos yeah. i like those too yeah i don't need any but i don't like olives tied into that but this question is um why do green olives come in jars like glass jars but black olives in come in cans i have no idea actually 
does it preserve the taste differently in a jar rather than a can? Green olives are fancier and maybe more rare than black olives. Is is it a way for them to charge you more money? Yeah, because it's a glass jar. I mean, a glass jar has to cost more than a metal. Do you feel like you are purchasing like a high end product by getting a jar, and so therefore, I think it's the fanciness. Yeah, I think it's a way. It's a marketing tactic. I agree. Like, hey, look how cool we are. We have glass jars. So because of that, you have to pay $3 more. Yeah. And you know what people do. And you know what? They both taste nasty, whether it's a tin can (laughs) or a glass jar. (laughs) One doesn't make it taste better. You are so right. On that, actually. Poison. They taste like poison. I mean, I love olives to play. Or to create. <laughs> like to put on your fingers? Yeah. Or like they're really fun to like decorate things with. Like you yeah. can make, the, you can use olives in, in food a lot of things. decorating. Yeah. I like that. Very important to have something black. You know, when you have the relish tray at Thanksgiving and in the middle there's a turkey made out of the ingredients. Yeah. Like I need olives for that. You definitely need olives and they, they fill a spot. They do. They do. That, that section. Of the tray. Yeah. But I'm not going to eat them. No, but other people love them. So they're always gone. It's so weird. My kids are always like, just buy three cans of olives. Okay. Weird. Not me. Yeah, not me. Mm. It's a very weird thing. Yeah. I'm not, I can't relate to the olive eater. Right. Me neither. They're just different. I used to eat it when I was little, but I think I used to eat anything when I was little. I didn't. I only ate white food when I was little. White food, specifically. Very specific. Like white cheese. Yep. Chicken. Chicken. I was just going to say, we have some friends who their son will only eat chicken. And so when they have salmon, they call it pink chicken. And then it's okay. When they have beef, it's black chicken. So then it's okay. What? So he still, he doesn't get it. He's still eating all of it, but he says, I only eat chicken. So they just say, well, yeah, this is just the pink chicken. This is just the... Oh my gosh, that's Black brilliant. Yeah. I was way too smart for that. I would never have yeah. bought it. <laughs> like white. white. So like tortillas. I would eat white cheese in a tortilla. Okay. Like bread. a quesadilla. Bread. I Potatoes. Bread. Potatoes. French fries. All those things. Interesting. Um, white food. If it had color, I was suspect. Was out. Yeah. I, Tell no. about what age. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Probably mid-elementary school. You started branching out? Before a very long time. Like applesauce, that was close enough. It was a little yellow, but it was okay. It was light enough that I trusted it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be okay with it. All right. Interesting. Now, this is the question, but I have more curious things. The question is, what is the longest time you have gone without showering? That's I don't know the answer to that. But what is an average gap that you give yourself? If you're like, yeah, I can make it. This reveals a lot about me. <laughs> well, like, I don't I'm think you're super, a stinky person. I'm super chill. Okay. Very laid back. I could go some days without a shower. I'm an every other dayer. I I only wash my hair once a week, sometimes twice a week. I love a shower cap, though. Like. Yeah. I can put a shower cap on and never wash my hair. But I, yeah, I could go every other day, every 
three days, two days. I had a teacher in it eighth depends grade. On, yeah, remember this still? Who was like, we sh- we as Americans shower too much. This is the only thing I remember that yeah. he ever taught me. This one thing. This one thing. <laughs> he taught history, and I <laughs> actually I think it was geography. Anyway, he did teach me about showering, and he would say. You don't have to shower. Like, we, we shower too much in America. It's so wasteful and all the things. Like, where he he claimed it was, like, wa- wasting, wasting water. water. It was, like, putting toxins into the earth every time we use the soap. The soap. And um, in England, they, they shower once a week. And I was, like, this young person. And I was, like, oh, like, maybe I am, like, destroying the world. And maybe that is showering. very wasteful. And... So I like really like took this and like considered it. I remember like oh, really thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. And when I was in ninth grade, my parents took us to visit. My dad served an LDS mission in Finland. And so we went back to visit his mission where he had served. So we went through England yeah. and we went on to Finland. And I will tell you, getting on that airplane was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It was so smelly. Because it was so smelly. It was so smelly, like B.O. so bad. And I was like, yep, nope, I will not. (laughs) Shower once a week. Wait, once a week. That was a little long for me. Wow. And so I don't know if that's what everyone on the plane only showered once a week, but it was smelly. You could, you related the two. Yes. That was like, okay, I like these people. I got nothing bad to say about the people, but that airplane was unbearable. Was a little bit. Talk about needing a mask on a plane. Well, now you could be maybe grateful, but does it block out smell? Probably not. Probably not. And that was, you know, how many years ago? We don't need to diverge, divulge my age, but it was a while ago. And I'm sure that English people have. Very great hygiene. I right. shouldn't, you know. To each their stigma. own. You do you, I'll do me. I typically will shower every other day. Yeah. But I well, don't just have a to lazy every show. day. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'll sometimes I'm, it, there will be days where I'm like every day, but then there's days where I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm good today. I'm not going I'm anywhere. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> um, interesting, though, that I had a seventh grade science teacher. So whatever science you have to take in seventh grade. I remember her giving us a similar lecture about wasting water in bathing that we should shower and not ever take a bath. Taking a bath is the largest waste of water that you should take a shower and you should be able to do a shower in five minutes or less. She wouldn't like me very much. I take baths (laughs) way more than showers. I love a good bath. I love a good bath. I mean, I'm taking a bath to relax, not necessarily for... Like washing, you know, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm in there. I'm going to. Right. But it's like I'll sit there for an hour in my hot, hot, hot water. Hot water. And filled to the top. My fuzzy Your little bath, bath bomb. bomb that's fizzing around. I did it me. last night. Yep. Oh, I, if I'm washing my hair, which, like I said, once or twice a week, it's a shower. But other than that, I take a bath. I love it's the best. Love taking a bath because I'm always cold and that's oh. what warms me up. Well, so, and I have a friend who I'm gave me one of those bath like that trays. Holds your book? Yeah. So I can hold my book or I'll turn on my mm. Kindle. I'll bring my Kindle in there and watch a show. Yep. That's exactly what I do. And no, if like someone needs me. Sorry. And I'm in the bath, like they'll start walking in, ma. Oh, and they leave. 
Like there, it does. It does, I don't have to say a word. Yeah, it just stops Mom's them. In the bath, you're done. I can't help them there. Right. Help I am yourself. fully immersed. Uh, yes, a literally in myself, figuratively, mental. Immersed. What is it like? Self care. Yes, I, it's forced self care. No one can bother me. Right. I can't take myself out it's of it. It's my favorite thing. Oh, I, I feel for that teacher. I need a deeper bathtub. I know that's even more water, but I would like <laughs> I would a, deeper a deeper bathtub. I have a decent tub, but I would love a better one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so much for that seventh grade lesson. I, it's, it was enough that I feel guilty, but I still do it. <laughs> oh, I think that there's things that you can give yourself that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I agree. Okay. 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 When sheep brush against each other, do they get static clink? I'm sure if they were clean. <laughs> <laughs> if they had taken their bath. Yeah. Come on. Sheep. Like static electricity. Do you think it builds up with sheep? I mean. And when I, I wear a wool sweater, it definitely does. It totally does. But the problem is like, I keep imagining those, the shearers, like the, farmers who like have to shear their sheep and the wool that comes off of them like yeah it is like a thing so, it's like not like my shirt not soft and pulled and yeah the like electrons it's so dirty That's like it's true. filled with just the dirt like they're living in that wool all day every day their whole yeah. months of time that they grew it like it's gross which, so you think the electrons jump on out after it's like combed through, uh, and then electrons yeah, I think that are they're added like to it piled on. Like I think the dirt dims it down. Is that the right yeah. phrase? Yeah, that's what I think. It Otherwise, it up. wouldn't they go around like? Bah, bah, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they could start a fire. Can you imagine like when they're you know when the dogs are herding the sheep and they run together in like yeah. a herd? You have all this static Can electricity. They would like, be like power boxes going off yeah that's a lot of wool that is a lot of wool that's what i imagine like if it actually was electrically charged it would be like like just you see it going everywhere the whole they would die yeah i think you're right dumb question so i think it's not i think that though the dirt is what is stopping it i think the dirt is a good point in that Another interesting idea that I maybe want to research a little more. <laughs> Here's a good one. Okay. If you'll be expecting the unexpected, doesn't that make the unexpected expected? You lost me at expected. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The what? The what? 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 You know how they're like that. Expect the unexpected. unexpected. But they never say. If you're expecting the it, then you just is expected. Then you just expected it, and it's no longer yeah, unexpected. It just is what it is. Whatever comes, comes. just go with whatever. Go, go with, with the, the flow. flow. Yes, that's is what better that means. than expect the unexpected. Right. Isn't it strange that rearranging the word teacher gives cheater? I don't like that. What? I don't like that either. Right. It's like who thought of teacher that? Teacher cheater. Well, somebody who was really good at. I Wordle. think someone who's a cheater wanted to like prove to oh, their teacher. Oh, so you teacher? Yeah, I am a cheater. <laughs> what? I'm just as good as you. I want cheater to be like acronym for something else really cool. I mean, cheat. Teacher. Blah, blah, blah. I want teacher 
to have another acronym that's really cool. I know. Let's like find a better one. Superhero or something. Like mm-hmm. we can range, rearrange it. Um, can you cry underwater? I don't know. I mean, the water pressure, would it allow tears like to, to come, come out? out of your tear ducts? I don't know. Weird. I keep thinking like I'm not I, a big crier. I'm a crier. I am not. Oh my gosh. Oh, to the point of it's embarrassing sometimes. How like, much you don't cry? Yeah, like people are all super sad at a funeral or whatnot, and I'm dry eyed like I feel bad. I, I do. Don't. It's not that I'm not having an emotion, but it doesn't come out in tears. And you know, I don't necessarily cry at like the appropriate times, like, oh, this is a time that I should be crying, and then I cr- I don't cry. Or like, you know, this isn't the right time to cry and I am crying. So it's not necessarily always like situation appropriate. Right. Right. But I definitely shed a good tear regularly. Regularly. I would say weekly. I almost think it would be um, very healthy too. Like it's kind of a reset in a way. And so it bothers me that I don't like i feel like i'm missing that process of emotion the because i don't completion of the stress cycle of stress that's exactly wow <laughs> uh-huh. it never ends no you're just constantly stressed yeah. you find other ways i'm sure i'm sure i do no but i am definitely i don't know weird. if you could do it because i think about when i cry like, it requires so much more than just a tear coming out of my eye. It's exhausting. Eye. Yeah. When I do have a good cry, yeah. I'm exhausted. A good cry can do I mean, I have all levels of crying. Yeah. But I would say, like, it's like deep breaths, right? Like, And you're not doing that underwater. Right. Like, there's no, <gasps> gotta gather, you know that what I big, mean? You can't take in a deep breath, and that is necessary that's when a, you're crying. For me, that's like a part of my crying. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, so take that away, and just like a, just the... Silent, yeah, tears. I don't know if that happens. I think just in your action of actually swimming underwater, the attention to crying stops. Like, think yeah. if oh. you're crying yes. and you need to run, are you still going to be crying? Or now your attention's on something else? We have to run. You Does can't it cry? Distract you from crying if someone is crying and running you are half crying and half running like you're not yeah. giving it your your all yeah to run because you're maybe there I is some i've seen my kids run towards me crying. crying i don't know i don't know these are that's deep Jane. okay that's what i bring to this podcast <laughs> deep thoughts <laughs> is it true that cannibals don't like eating clowns because they taste funny. <laughs> I think I think that's funny. However, I think if you're a cannibal, meat is meat. That was a good joke. And if there's someone who's a cannibal, I'm not going to ask them. I'm staying far, know. far away. I don't want to know. No, I just thank that you. That's funny. No, thank you. That is funny. funny. (laughs) This is another funny one. I'm just going to read it. It Okay. It does not require an answer. Cured ham was formerly infected with what disease? (laughs) Because it's cured. (laughs) 
It's been treated. <laughs> Sarah, you should have been a stand-up comedian. <laughs> well, someone should. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> oh, too funny. I say that's where we call it quits. All right. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. And thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. This is your podcast. Let's try again. I'm <laughs> Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. club.